Hey y'all, how y'all feeling? Welcome to another episode of Between Me and God, where we will discuss what it takes to truly have a personal relationship with God. It's important that we don't continue to live out our faith by way of a pastor or by way of family members, but we get to know God for who he is. We get to know him for ourselves and experiencing him, experience him personally. So let's get into the episode today, God's Authority. How can we submit to an authority that we don't understand? So you probably hear churchy phrases like, just give it to God, um, submit your will to God and things like that. But I think that the first place that we should start would be understanding his authority. We have to understand how God operates. We have to understand his character in order to know what we're submitting to. In order to be aligned with what his will is for us, we'd have to understand his good and pleasing will, like the word says that he has. And so in understanding God, the first place that we will begin is that he is holy. And understanding that to be holy means to be set apart without sin. He is without sin. He is set apart. If he is within us, then we are to be set apart as well. And we're talking about more than just our behavior. Okay. We're talking about more than just us not sinning because it's inevitable that we will sin, but it won't be counted against us when it comes to judgment day. But getting back to him being holy, God is holy. And so when we truly understand that God is holy, it helps us kind of understand um, what we what we know to be God when it comes to different blessings or it comes to different um, successes that we have and things like that. Because I do think that it is confused. Like good in general is not um, is not God. <laughs> and I'll break it down kind of what I mean by that. Um, an example being, we oftentimes accredit thing. We oftentimes credit things being God blessing us when the thing that we're referring to is not holy, <laughs> and we forget that God is holy. So let's say we acquire a bunch of money um, from a family member who stole it. <laughs> And we get a we get a we are able to reap the benefits of getting this stolen money, and then we say, "Oh, well, God has blessed me. God is good." Understanding in that situation that that money isn't holy, so that blessing isn't from God. It's not a blessing in how we understand it. And so I think that I hope hopefully that example makes sense to understand the difference between you know things that are quote unquote good and things that are blessings from God because we have to understand that. He is set apart. He is without sin. Okay. Now the great thing, the good news about God is he can take sin. He can take bad things and make and use them for our good. Okay. And so that's the good news in it all, but it's really just understanding. And I think that that confusion comes from us just not truly knowing who God is, you know? And so everybody got to start somewhere. <laughs> so I will get into that later, but just kind of breaking down some things, um, as I build up on how do we understand what God's, um, God's authority is and how we submit to that. So we understand that holy, um, to be holy is to be set apart and be without, and be without sin. So now we go on to understand how God operates. So God operates in giving us choice. 
He's always been like that. So if you look in the word, the Israelites who continually, continually messed up, they served consequences because they had a choice to serve him and only him, him being God. And they had a choice to serve other gods. And they were, <laughs> they had to serve their consequences. They had to do their time every time they would serve someone else. So this is how God operates. God is, I'm sure you've heard the term that God is a just God. God likes justice. And so oftentimes when we're, when, if you've ever spoken to someone who, who has, who questions Christianity, like, oh, well, why would God allow bad things to happen and things like that? And uh, why do bad things happen to good people and things like that? Overall, God likes justice, but he's still, we can't forget that. We can't, we can't acknowledge that God is a just God and then forget that he also gives us choice. You know what I mean? And so we, we like God and we like justice to the extent that it benefits us. But we don't, we don't like the idea of justice as, okay, if I don't give my life to Christ, I'll go to hell. We don't like that. That seems, that seems unreasonable. But when it comes to the justice that we seek in every other aspect of our lives, if someone does something bad, you want bad to happen to them. That is justice. You know what I mean? So in understanding the authority that we're submitting to, we have to understand that he is a God of justice. So there will be consequences to disobedience, but he also is a loving and compassionate father. So he doesn't always give us what we deserve. And he also rewards obedience. So in the same thing, he, he can give consequences to disobedience and he also rewards obedience, but understanding how his, how he operates, that's how we can begin to unravel and know what is this authority in which I'm submitting to. We have to see the good in what we're submitting to. If you only see him as a God that um, that makes you, that disciplines you. If you only see him as a disciplinarian, then you're not seeing all the love that he has to offer as well. So he's not just a God of discipline because he has a lot of grace. He gives a lot of grace. You can probably attest to some grace that he didn't gave you right now. Probably doing something you ain't got no business. <laughs> and he giving you grace. Every time you wake up in the morning and you know you ain't pray before you went to bed. That's grace. To have breath in our bodies is to have, to is receiving his grace. To have our, our basic needs met every day, that is us receiving his grace. And so we can't, we oftentimes just put him in too many little boxes and we don't see the wholeness of him because we don't know him. <laughs> so he's a disciplinarian, yes, but he's loving and kind and compassionate and he's very patient. And then he also, he also likes justice and he operates in his own time as well. So we want to create, and there's so many, there's so many narratives out there of us creating our own God. And that doesn't make sense because we are flawed. And so anything that we can make, why would we want to serve that? <laughs> you know? So when we think about how God is holy, man isn't, man isn't holy. So if we could just create our own God, then whatever God that we have created is not holy and is not set apart. But the one true God is. So he's worth submitting to because he's all of these things. So as I dig into the understanding of how God operates, I ask questions. 
Like these, this is where I begin a study. I begin a study with questions. If I'm trying to figure out, okay, God, how do you operate? How do I understand you as a father that disciplines? How do I understand you as a father that also tests our faith? How do I understand you as a father that rewards obedience? How do I understand that? And so I look, um, I look up, how does God deal with disobedience in the Bible? Like I go to Google with it (laughs) and I look at different commentary and from there that will help to guide where I should go in the Bible. And I will see different stories and we can't ignore the different ways that God fathers in the Bible, how he, we can't, we can't just hone in on the fact that Israel had to suffer (laughs) and forget about him giving them the promised land. Like we can't, we can't just hone in on one aspect of his, of his parenthood and not embrace all the others and, and ignore how he's compassionate, how he's loving all of these other things. But that's how you can begin to dig in and learn the father in which you serve. Ask the question. Because otherwise, if we don't really understand what, what's really what's really surfacing is the fact that we don't want to answer to anyone. We don't want consequences and we don't want God to be fair um, and just to anyone but us. <laughs> we want to create our own God and, and ignore how he has shown and displayed himself. We're creating a God when there's already a good one available. <laughs> We don't have to recreate anything. We just have to learn him. And we keep trying to do this outside of getting in his word to see for ourselves, to see how he operates. So what can you do to learn God's character? Read. Read stories in the Bible. After you go to Google and after you've kind of gotten some commentary on and every, you know, be careful on what you what you reading and don't just don't just take one person's um, commentary on the Bible or on a idea of God. You know, you want to you want to look at different you want to look at different views. You want to even you want to even depending on where you are spiritually, you want to even read the um, the views that are contrary to to the belief. Because that can also be a study in itself. You're really digging in to see, okay, so why do they believe that? And what I find is sometimes when I read something that is contrary to my belief, I'll go and study that so I can understand how they came to that conclusion to figure out where the loophole was in their understanding and interpretation of the word. So from, so from going to uh, Google, then you can uh, read story. That'll lead you to what you should read in the Bible, read stories. And as you're reading, though, seek understanding. Remember, the word says, and all you're getting, get an understanding. So don't just be somebody who just got a whole bunch of knowledge. <laughs> get an understanding. So make note of the patterns. That's exactly what I did when I was reading a whole lot of the Old Testament. I was realizing how when Israel would get in trouble, like they would be under punishment for like 20 years at a time. Like that seemed to be their sentence. It'd be like 20 years, somebody would rule them. Then there'll be like 20 years of peace. Then it'll be another 20, depending on how bad they was. But then sometimes it'll be 40 years of somebody ruling them. (laughs) And so you could recognize the patterns. And then you can recognize there's so much language to, to how heartbroken God was for them to, for them to serve other gods. 
So as you're reading, make note of, of the patterns, make note of how he responded to sin and make note of how he responded to obedience as well. Because you, what's happened to a lot of people who are raising them fire and brimstone, <laughs> hell fire and brimstone type churches, them, them churches that tell you how much you're going to go to hell. You've only, you've only, um, been painted a picture of a, a angry God of a vengeful God. And that's not the only aspect of him. So when you're reading this, because you will see that Israel got in trouble a lot. <laughs> but as you're as you're reading it, take note of the obe of the obedient stories, of the stories of like Abraham and, and how he honored how he honored um Abraham's bloodline. You know what I mean? So like make sure that you're taking note of those things as well. Because it's important to understand who our father is. We don't call him father just because it's a it's a cool name to call him. It's a cool title to give him. He parents us. So there's discipline in serving him. There's reward. And there are teachable moments. So there are those trials. And so if you go through life not understanding that God, um, that God will sometimes send us in the trial, everything, everything that's bad happening to you isn't necessarily um, the devil, <laughs> Sometimes it's God sending you into situations where he's allowing, because we also have to understand that the enemy doesn't have just free reign on your life. He still has to, he still has to answer to God. It's what we fail to fail to remember. So God will test us as well and send us into certain situations. But if you understand God's, God's character and why he does what he does, you'll begin to really see why his authority is worth submitting to? Why is it worth it for me to submit and give my life to Christ? Right now, while you're straddling the fence is because you don't really know much, much about him. You don't know the good in it. You're probably thinking, I just don't want to go to hell. And that's okay to think that. That's, that's where a lot of us begin. Shoot, I'm good if I don't go to hell. <laughs> but there's, a, there's more fulfillment and more things that he wants us to walk out. When, when, when you read those scriptures that, you know, he, he knew you before he put you in your mother's womb, like he had everything mapped out for you there. There are things that he has written for us and we're not walking in it. So it's more than just like, okay, cool. You're not going to hell. Maybe. <laughs> Depend on if you really got salvation, but we ain't going to go there. So, but what about how we navigate through life right now? Don't you want to get the fullness of what God has for you right now? So we, there's certain things that we can't bypass. We can't bypass knowing who we're serving. So just to kind of reiterate, how do you learn God's character and how do you begin to submit to him as you get to know him? How do you get to know him? You study him. You make note, journal, journal your journey. And make note of the things that you're learning and utilize the tools that are made available to us. Everything isn't like get you a get you a simplified. There's so many different versions of the Bible. Get you a simplified one, something that breaks it down. Get you a study Bible that will give some commentary even in the Bible. Most Bibles will have that commentary, too. So you if you don't understand what you just read, because that definitely be me. I'm like, now what I just read? What, what you saying? And you got to get some commentary. Those things really dig into it and pray for revelation. Cause he has to, his spirit has to make this thing known to you. So 
hopefully that blesses blesses y'all if it blesses you let it bless somebody else don't keep this goodness to yourself and i hope that this really helps you on your journey as you build your relationship between you and god